0: About the vaccine, uh, the last president come up, you know, he pushed and passed legislation, done what he had to do, come up with a vaccine in 10 months, uh, set a record. Uh, now, the FDA has drugged their feet for how long? And still, this vaccine is not approved. Why is that, Colonel? Colonel?
1: Well, now, what vaccine are you talking about? I'm not sure. I'm
0: talking about any of them vaccines. Are they FDA approved? Any of them COVID vaccines?
1: (laughs) Well, I believe they've they've approved the uh, usage of those. Maybe it's under what is called an emergency ruling there. I don't know. And I'm sure, thank you for the call. I'm sure somebody listening this morning will be more closely attuned to that than uh, the colonel. But I believe that uh, we've, we've got approval to administer the vaccines because we've got 50% of all Americans that have at least one shot. And if they weren't approved for that, uh, I don't believe that you would see these vaccinations occurring. And boy, everybody now is saying that you ought to to get it. And uh, Joe Biden is leading the charge. Even Donald Trump has recently said that you ought to get vaccinated. And he got it. He got it. He and his wife, they just didn't uh, let the public... Know that they got it uh, for some reason. I don't know what that was all about, because you would think that, uh, knowing Donald Trump like you do, that uh, he would have been interested in getting some publicity to uh, show that he was uh, leading the way, he had his shirt ro- sleeves rolled up and all of that. Now we've got got some theories as to what the heck the message was there. I don't know, but that that's up to conjecture, I guess. Let's go to another watch line call. This is party line. Good morning. Good
0: morning. morning.
1: Ma'am, can you turn your radio down? You are getting an echo there, if you would. Okay, Okay, good. Okay,
0: there was a nurse on Channel 5 last night. I believe it was last night or sometime yesterday, and I believe it was Channel 5. And she said that the Moderna vaccine is not, fully approved. Hmm. It is not FDA approved yet. All right. No. So, and she said she was not going to take it. And she said that she might change her mind once FDA approves it.
1: Right.
0: But that's what she said.
1: All right. Well, listen, thanks for, thanks for the information. I think what we're talking about is there's different types of approval. I think there is a emergency use authorization, and then there's full FDA approval, which I believe comes after a, a number of, shall we say, tests go by, uh, maybe several years go by. I believe before they uh, document the, uh, the, the drug and say that it's FDA approved. Uh, but, but there's a difference if you have emergency approval and i think that's what some of these vaccines have uh, received is emergency approval uh, pending the uh, additional test that that will be ongoing now there have been some cases as you know where some people who took the virus took the uh, vaccine developed some complications but you know there were millions of people like that took the vaccine maybe seven or eight million people and then there would be some blood clots develop in just a few of those, a handful of those cases. Now, I'm I'm not a medical guy at all. Don't pretend to be smart in this regard, but I would say that if you give 7 or 8 million people something, or you examine 7 or 8 million people, you can probably find some really weird uh, developments that go on with their health. And I'm, I'm not sure you could come to a meaningful conclusion based on five or six situations. I think in the case of these blood clots, it was like 18 people that had a problem out of uh, 7 or 8 million doses that were given. So what I'm saying is that maybe if you give, you look at 8 million people, and you can find some really strange, bizarre uh, physiological things that happen that might not be be meaningful to drawing a conclusion. I'm I'm not trying to be the devil's advocate here. I just think that uh, you know you can extract from statistics just about anything you want to make of it. Is is what I'm saying. And we'll go to another line. This time the watch line. This is party line. Good morning. Oh, hey,
0: morning, Trump. Yes, David, hey, out in San
1: Francisco. All right, we go from Arizona to San Fran. Yeah. <laughs> Right.
0: You know, uh, a couple of things. Uh, you've had those questions about the uh, uh, COVID vaccination authorization. Yeah. You've been answering pretty correctly. Uh, it does take a number of years to get the 100% uh, approval rate of the FDA, but it's uh, it's it's emergency use only. And if I remember right, the vaccine technology, uh, you know, they may have worked on one batch of, you know, like, tested out a batch 20 years ago, and they still had the research paper on it, and if it seemed to work well for something, that's kind of how they got started. And uh, so the three different uh, uh, versions, the Pfizer, the Moderna, and the uh, Johnson & Johnson, if I understand right, they were kind of like that. They, You know, they had uh, an off-brand that they were working on for another flu virus, and these seem to, to work out, to pan out. And so far, so good. I, I got my first shot in early February and my second one in early March, so I never even had a sore shoulder. Right.
1: Yeah, I, uh, the second shot I got, I didn't even have a, a sore shoulder at all. Uh, in fact, did not even hardly feel the needle when it went in. The first one gave me a little bit of a soreness there for a day or two, nothing serious, but, uh, but I had no no problem at all at, with the second shot at, at all. Hey, listen, good to hear from you. And, yeah. Hey, uh, can I
0: add one thing? Sure, sure. Well, as I understand it, uh, you know, the infrastructure uh, bill is still pending, and as you know, uh, the first year of, uh, of starting a business is your most expensive year. You know, you got to buy desks, you got to rent a place, you got to, you know, everything in the very first year of a business is expensive. And so making sure that, you know, your property is maintained so you don't have to do startup costs is a real important factor. And for, uh, the you know, the Republicans are refusing to take part in the infrastructure bill. They're just given every kind of excuse why we don't need to repair every part of America, and you know neglect is expensive, and they're setting it up so that we're going to have to go through first year startup again uh, if if we don't repair some of these things, they're going to have to be demolished in order and then started over. So it's just preposterous for the Republicans to be pretending that they're fiscal conservatives. When, in fact,
1: they're just, uh, you know, slumlords. Okay. Well, listen, I understand what you're, what you're saying, and uh, obviously there are people that would agree and, and disagree. Now, the Colonel, I'll just tell you how I feel about it, is that uh, both sides are complicit here with some problems. But I also believe that the Democrats have come up with some uh, infrastructure Uh, shall we say ideas that really go beyond infrastructure. Now I'll I'll tell you I really come down on the side of the Republicans in in that regard because when when I think of infrastructure my concept on it is simply this we're talking about highways we're talking about bridges we've got a real problem with a bridge over at Memphis as you know Uh, and there's a lot of reasons why that should have been caught a long time ago. There's some dereliction of duty over there as far as that goes Uh, we also have ports we've got rivers you know i i go along with the idea that in some of our streams we need to improve the uh, ability to ship uh, cargo by by trout by water by dredging some of these streams by doing some improvement on the ports and this sort of thing so i i go along with that for sure But I'll tell you, when you start talking about social programs like child care, to me it's a stretch to say that that's infrastructure. And so, therefore, I believe that the Republicans have a legitimate complaint that this infrastructure proposal is too broad. But on the other hand, the Republicans, I would criticize them for being so belligerent about not wanting to cooperate on anything. And so, I guess I'm going to bring the wrath of both sides down on me when I say that, but we need to get along a little bit better. We also need to have some common sense and realize that nobody's going to get everything they want. But on the other hand, if you take the position of the Republicans and just kind of drag your feet here, and I, I take the Republicans to task for not wanting to approve this, uh, this commission, to study what happened with the January 6th deal, you know. On the watch line again, this is Party Line. Good morning.
0: Good morning, sir. I, uh, focusing on fast-tracking, I'll go back to the vaccines and then the, uh, Mr. Gottlieb, Dr. Gottlieb, who was the former FDA head. And why did they fast-track before final approval? The e-cigarettes with not only nicotine contaminant, but other chemical contaminant. And yet he's a spokesman for a leading manufacturer of the vaccine. Uh, wherein is the discrepancy in truth being put forward and public opinion and governmental oversight?
1: Okay. Good point. Good point. Uh, maybe somebody wants to uh, comment on that. On the watch line, this is Party Line. Good morning
2: well colonel how are you
1: doing well doing well
2: you know what i heard uh several of the callers are non-degreed scientists and i got a real kick out of the one he was the one that told you cigarettes protect you from the virus remember that (laughs) and he chastised you for discrediting every bs line he came on with when he comes on so i don't want you to do that no more but he, he gave you his oath. What I believe, and I believe that vaccines cause, Can I believe that this, you know what, sir? What you believe and what's reality are two opposite things. <laughs> so you have no scientific background to make the statements and, and, and education to make the ridiculous, asinine statements you make that actually could hurt people. And, Colonel, I heard you say this morning that the incentive should be not lottery tickets to get these inconsiderate low-lifes who won't get vaccinated, vaccinated. You put stipulations. You want to fly? Got to have a vaccination card. Want to go to the ball game? Got to have a vaccination card. Want to go to the restaurant? Got to have a vaccination card. And you know what? You'll herd those cattle right into that squeeze chute where they need to go because that's basically about as smart as they are. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, too, is that I get so tired of people getting on here. You know, where's the repub propagandist? Well, old Yeller said it, too, and uh, boy, George, all these repubed liars that get on here and say that the virus is, is inconsequential, it's not harmful, more people die from bee stings and car wrecks and all this other BS. And then once they were all proven wrong, you never heard them bring it up one more time after that because they were caught dead-faced lying like that. But yet there's still some like the old 88-year-old smoker that sucks on cigarettes all day is going to call you call you up and tell you what he believes. And uh, just wanted to let you know that. Have a good day. All right,
1: thank you. And have a good time down in Clearwater there and give our best regards to your brother. And on that note, we're going to have to leave it there because we have run out of time. We always count it an honor and a privilege to spend time with our great listeners and agree or disagree, we're going to be friends. Take care. Have a great day. We love you.